Russia with Robots, the podcast for news and views on robotics. Hi and welcome to episode number 157 of the Robots Podcast. My name is Jana and today we will visit the world of Russian robotics with an interview from the RoboForum that was held in Moscow earlier this month. But first, as always, let's get the latest news and developments in robotics from Christine. Thank you, Jana. In the future, Roombots could replace furniture. The Biorobotics Laboratory at École Polytechnique Fédérale de Lausanne, or EPFL in Switzerland, is exploring the design and control of modular robots called Roombots, which, unlike previous research, are being used as building blocks for furniture that moves, self-assembles and self-reconfigures. Each Roombots module is made of two grapefruit-sized spheres and contains three motors, onboard computation and a battery. Modules also contain a latch-based connection mechanism to connect to other Roombots or the environment. Roombots have also been designed to walk like a turtle or wiggle like a worm until they reach their intended point. There are several potential applications for Roombots, such as assistive furniture for the elderly or for people with a motor handicap, programmable conference rooms, interactive art, and use in satellites or space stations. Researchers are still working to solve challenges such as compensating unwanted bending in larger structures, developing algorithms for reconfiguration or locomotion control, and finding the most appropriate interaction strategy for the end users. At Keio University in Japan, the Ishigami Laboratory in the Faculty of Science and Technology, Department of Mechanical Engineering, is investigating robotic mobility systems. The main mission of this group is to perform fundamental and applied research for application to extreme environments, notably lunar and planetary rovers. In this research, there are three key concepts. Vehicle terrain interaction mechanics, autonomous mobility systems, and robotic device development. In vehicle terrain interaction mechanics, the researchers analyze vehicle behavior using a dynamic simulator. They're also developing vehicle slip compensation systems and in-wheel sensor systems. In the area of autonomous mobility systems, the Ishigami Lab is working on environment recognition using laser rangefinders and camera images, as well as robot localization, path planning, teleoperation and integrated sensory processing systems. For robotic device development, the lab focuses primarily on power system testing, laser rangefinders and developing mobile robot platforms. The diverse undertakings of the Ishigami Laboratory can be summed up by Genya Ishigami from the Department of Mechanical Engineering who says, The field of robotics comprises a variety of technology. So rather than sticking to a single academic discipline, we'd like students to do research from a broad perspective. For more information on modular robotics and robots for extreme environments, visit robohub.org. RoboForum 2014 
mainly focused on the future of robotics and robots in the Russian market and included a series of public lectures and discussions on the subject of robotics, design and artificial intelligence. Our interviewer Sabine spoke to two of the Russian speakers at the conference, Roman Luchin, founder of Trick Project and CEO of Cybertech, and Andrei Gryazov, partner and co-founder of Cubic Robotics. Before we start, we'd just like to make you aware that some of the interview was translated live, so the audio does include some Russian. But don't worry, that does not detract at all from the exciting content, and everything's translated, so you won't miss out on any information. Now let's hear from Sabine, Roman and Andre about robotics in Russia. Hi, welcome to Robots. Hi. Hi. Can you please introduce yourself to our listeners? Uh, my name is Andrei Griznov. Uh, I'm the co-founder of uh, Cubic Robotics, the Russian startup. We are building a human voice human interface um, that is uh, capable of uh, recognizing speech inside your house and uh, doing whatever things you ask it to do. For example, uh, bring some pizza or uh, say something from Wikipedia or do some calculations and so on. So uh, we position it as the first uh, real working voice solution for your house. Uh, I prefer to speak in Russian. So uh, my name is Roman Luchin. I'm the founder and CEO of yeah, a company called Cybertech. So what we do is you know, so we develop a universal robotic platform they call trick. So, <clears throat> what we do is specifically, let me describe our robotic platform, what, what it does. Um, the purpose yeah, is all about opening this opportunity for a lot of people uh, to, to basically build your own robot quickly enough. So, it's your home use, personal use, personal ally, personal assistant whichever you want to need this is pure service robot robotics so it's all about building robot quick for whichever use you might have so the benefits is it's highly automated in both software part and hardware part it's very much automated across the board so it features tons of algorithms and you don't need to be a rocket scientist to use it it's just like you know uh, doing it with a lego so you just brick by brick you can create your own solution quickly enough. So this is a professional use platform. It's a professional great platform. You can do research and development. You can do technology startups, things like that. So it's very versatile. So but what we've done is, the benefit of what we've done is that we've adapted it to basically high schools, you know, and everyday use, to and just an average user. So the teenagers, you know, the young kids, boys and girls, you know, can get acquainted with the new technologies, you know, get excited about it and get this brand new knowledge that is not yet available so and you can synthesize multiple knowledges from multiple areas in in one product with this and based on this new knowledge you can then take it you know to a new project you can build your own robots you can you know connect it with multiple devices you know so whatever you dream you might have you know this is the sky's the limit then 
So I think it's pretty exciting to be here in Moscow for the Robot Forum. There's a lot of people from around the world, and I think it's really nice to see as well that you're developing more on the personal robots front. We heard about education robots, robots for fast prototyping. Where is Russia in terms of robotics right now? Is this just is this just starting? Uh, robotics in Russia, uh, general robotics, the user-friendly robotics, is uh, definitely starting in Russia. Uh, we have mm, some industrial robots uh, in our uh, facilities like the Aftovas and the car manufacturing and uh, uh, in um, space science but uh, we still we still suffer of lack of, uh, of robots in um, in our day-to-day -day use so um, actually currently Russia uh, consumes other robotic products uh, from around the world uh, very intensely and uh, we feel that uh, the competition in Russia in robotics uh, is still rising uh, uh, is still rapidly rising so um, it gives uh, chances for uh, Russian teams to develop uh, products that better suit our markets that better suit, suit um, the markets of region around Russia uh, so, yeah, we're rapidly developing right now. Do you want to tell us more about your robot, maybe as an example of this? Uh, yes, of course. Mm. Uh, the device that we are building uh, is the personal, the first personal assistant uh, that is doing its work uh, 24 hours a day uh, in your apartment or uh, at your office apartment. It just listens, uh, listens into the space, and uh, we actually call it the smart space because uh, it is capable of recognizing speech uh, and processing speech uh, right anywhere inside the room. Uh, so it has the sophisticated system of microphones that allows us to actually process speech um, very, very far away from the device. So uh, what you need is to put it anywhere on your shelf or your fridge uh, and it will uh, be able to kick in whenever you ask it uh, anything. Uh, you can ask it for example uh, what's the weather like today or what is the traffic uh, to my workplace mm, and it will kick in and uh, create, it, create the direct answer. Uh, so, uh, we believe that uh, as humans are lazy guys, uh, if you give them anything that uh, allows you to get the information, get the things done quicker than uh, pulling your phone or uh, launching your PC, uh, it will uh, take its place uh, in people's life, in uh, people's life all around the world. So. Uh, we are actually targeting at the um, international markets and the U.S. markets also. Um, we are um, now finishing our patent work because we have uh, quite a bit of innovation and the research. We've put, put uh, the research uh, in our device, um, and uh, we believe we believe that uh, our device will be part of every household in the world. What do you see the device looking like or, you know, behaving like? I'm trying to imagine yeah. what the actual robot might be. Uh, 
actually my rabbit looks like the small box it is a box uh, with the size of the football ball um, the size uh, it is quite bulky because of the sophisticated microphone microphone system that's built in it so we are actually working on incorporating it in a smaller device so uh, right now it is a box in, uh, uh, of that size that you can put into your wall socket uh, and it connects uh, via Wi-Fi. It has the uh, primitive uh, visual interface uh, on its uh, front panel uh, just to inform you that it is listening or it is uh, thinking or it is answering and we are targeting on the entirely voice interface so that you uh, do not need uh, any visual support uh, and we emphasis on this. We disabled any visual support that uh, can uh, allow us to bring information to you uh, uh, via visual. So th that's it. Excellent. Could you maybe do the same and describe your robot more in detail so that we can imagine it? Well, First of all, I would go back to this original question of yours about the stage of development of robotics in, in Russia generally. Let me describe that in just a few sentences. The thing is that robotics in Russia is a very interesting legend, but there's some brilliant ideas, but they're very specialized, such as aerospace, such as defense, such as you know emergency situations. Uh, things like that, you know, we have some also like fighting radioactivity uh, after, you know, natural disasters, things like that, you know, we have some amazing developments there. And of course the 90s when the Soviet Union fell apart, you know, and uh, of course the, the, the whole development hit the brakes, so, and it took us about 10 years to recover, resurrect the whole things, now the, the whole concept has changed. And now, you know, the humankind is approaching the modular approach where you can, you know, develop something unique out of relatively unified spare parts. So now, I believe that we can capitalize on a very strong part, of one of the strongest things about Russia is cybernetics, mathematics, and everybody knows that Russians are great programmers, great mathematicians. So... I think that we can capitalize on this, and our platform benefits from it directly. So you can create something very complicated using very simple approach. So our robots have a stereo picture, you know, very powerful voice recognition, video recognition, so they can actually not only input but output speech and visuals. So it's a two-way process in terms of interactions. You can connect whatever sensors, motion things to it. So you can create a highly complex system. And the great thing about it is that it's a Lego approach. Basically, you can use, you can have an intelligent coffee machine that will recognize your coffee taste and make you the best latte ever. Or it can be some kind of assistant guy that will pick up your socks every time you forget where it is. You know, or it's something that waters your flowers, or something that pets your dog, or etc., etc., whatever it is, whatever help or assistance you need in your everyday life. So from very simple things to very complicated things, and it looks like a box, shaped as a box, 8 by 12 centimeters. Yeah. So it has 32 inputs and outputs. So, and you connect whatever, whatever imaginable to it. I mean, uh, 
it's a, it's a pure DIY thing. So you can use all sorts of uh, available solutions on the market, you know, from standardized to very customized. Now, inside, it features three processors, three CPUs that provide the necessary computing power. And they provide that artificial intelligence that the whole word robot is associated with in the first place. How does a conference like this one and the networking opportunities um, help help in what you both of you are trying to develop? Uh, we actually, actually in Russia, we suffer from uh, uh, from the fact that uh, these uh, conferences are not not often enough uh, because um, uh, Russian robotics is still rapidly developing, as I also, as I said, uh, and. Uh, we have um, permanently new people uh, in the industry, so uh, these conferences uh, definitely help us very much to get in touch with the industry, to uh, get closer, to find solutions and so on, and we actually need them uh, more frequently. And for you? Uh, Uh, as far as RoboForum goes and similar conferences and shows like that, it's, first of all, it's a networking opportunity for me. It's about finding people that think like me. Because uh, to create some kind of innovation uh, is, is uh, so, I mean, pure innovation, I mean, it has to be large scale. It has to be big. It can be either done by the government, which has a lot of leverage, or a huge community of people that think alike. So this is what we're trying to do here, you know, bringing together people that think alike, people that are joined by the same vision. And um, if you look back in the history, uh, all sorts of great innovations, they come together by people that really love what they do, that have the same thinking, same vision, and you know, similar backgrounds very often, yeah, technology backgrounds that somehow, you know, put this energy together and produce a tremendous result. So, and uh, shows like that enable us to find those contacts, you know, to get these people together. And this gives me a lot of strength, you know, and this uh, charges me with so much enthusiasm. Where does robotics happen in Russia? What are the hubs? You know, does it happen in the university? Does it happen in the private place? Where, where do these people come together and how does it work? Robotics in Russia is definitely starting at the universities. Uh, it is uh, the place where it can uh, flourish uh, anywhere in the world, you know. Uh, but the uh, business uh, in robotics, I think, uh, speaking about startups, uh, robotic startups, uh, is um, is being built in the private facilities. Uh, Usually, I think in the facilities of the VCs or in the angel investors' facilities, because uh, in Russia we have people that uh, that want to invest in the teams and uh, they tend to to build the uh, the environment for their teams. They they see that the uh, they see it's uh, their teams as their uh, their children, you know, and uh, um, because of um, of the fact that in Russia we don't have the readily built uh, Silicon Valley as you have in the US. Mm, uh, uh, 
VCs and uh, investors tend to create their own uh, facilities for uh, for their startups to to go on. Uh, so, uh, as I see, there are two major areas when these startups do, and we also. Um, we also are building our government is building uh, a few facilities to concentrate the innovations uh, in uh, uh, Kazan region in, in Moscow region uh, there are a few facilities where people can gather and the, they also organize uh, the conferences and meetings like this so they definitely help the industry uh, but the actual process, because uh, Russia is mostly concentrated in big cities around Russia, uh, and we mm, uh, do not actually have uh, that well-developed uh, campuses, university campuses, and as the U.S. have, so the actual business uh, is being done where where it actually can be done by uh, where the. Mm, uh, where the clients are concentrated, where the maybe um, maybe government clients are uh, to be closer to them, um, so business is actually spread around Russia, uh, and that, that that's our specifics. And what about the education of it, the education of robotics? Uh, I will give it a broader view. Uh, first of all, in Russia there's plenty of hubs, plenty of uh, developments, uh, but the problem is that they don't communicate to each other, they don't collaborate. So uh, it's all about, uh, they, they're trying to create multiple centers of competences, but what we try to do is bring all these competences together. You know, to, for, for the sake of something bigger, to create something major. So apart from being commercially driven, what we also try to do is create those network structures so that we, different parts of Russia, schools, colleges, universities, you know, technology hubs, laboratories would, you know, become this network where would be a very fluent exchange of ideas, sharing projects, so that they can actually collaborate and create better things have more capacity and power to do bigger things. You know, uh, this is what it's all about. And so there will be more and better technology startups in Russia. So, and it's also about culture. It's developing brand new collaboration culture. And uh, it's also beneficial for the new generations. You know, uh, back in 1985 uh, in the Soviet Union, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, IT became part of the general curriculum in high schools. And in early 2000s, this uh, created a lot of young, brilliant minds in IT that then were all over the world, and then they became famous scientists and, and, and developers, currently employed in big companies. So it's all about creating this for the future generations also. Um, and not necessarily as a curricular item, but it's, it's, it's about changing the way we teach physics, IT, mathematics, chemistry, biology, other subjects. You know, any subject that is currently uh, taught in school can be transformed uh, in, in light of the needs of the future society. So, and this prepares uh, the young generation for a different world that we all live in in the future. Um, is, is there a political will to push forward some of the ideas that, that came out of this forum? 
есть обычная проблема коммуникации иногда very often sometimes it's all about being able to deliver the idea I mean take the Ministry of Education some regional ministries um, education related again uh, there are some mavericks you know people that are really driven and there is some political will I mean there are people that are really driven you know that are real patriots and uh, there are meetings uh, the ministers are trying to build that roadmap for the whole industry for the future and there, there is a political will answering your question but the key problem is communication here's the brilliant idea how does it find its way to the top level to the ministry how does it get noticed that's the problem and forums like this the robo forum and other platforms other conferences and things like that you know they really help they they, they put it in the highlight they bring together the officials we had officials today and this really uh, is a huge enabler did you have anything to add? Uh, I can agree totally with uh, Roman. Uh, that is because uh, our places uh, of concentration of innovation are still emerging in Russia. Uh, we have still communication problem with the uh, with each other and with the government and so on. So uh, we are currently building the new infrastructure that will help us to uh, better integrate. One final question to wrap up. I'd just like to know where you see yourselves in the future. Uh, actually, I see myself uh, as the you know, international man, you know, building the international company. Uh, and um, actually, um, I hope that we will be proud of uh, being started up in Russia uh, in a few years. <clears throat> well, I always had this dream. My dream, my ultimate dream is uh, to help those brilliant ideas actually fly away from the universities and all the way to the market, find its place in the market. So it's all about, you know, awareness, more and more awareness, so that in really this maximum penetration of these ideas throughout the society. Mm, so that's why I've developed this robotic platform, maybe some kind of a startup accelerator, something that would boost, I mean, and of course, global view, always global view. There's a huge global demand for this. And I really want to make this thing global. And I always want to be involved throughout the process and get new markets, new opportunities, driven, drive it further and further away. Thanks so much. Thank you. And that's it for this episode. More information, images and videos about this subject and many more can be found on our website at robotspodcast.com. We'll be back in two weeks' time. Until then, goodbye! Russia with Robots, the podcast for news and views on robotics.